0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets
1: everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach, with your people. And you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com/slash AI for all. Taking on the Titans, standing up for the little guy.
2: It's the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network.
0: Benice Thomas is uh, the sister of Canadian Robert Hall, who, with his uh, partner, Maritas Floor, and fellow Canadian, John Ridsdale, was abducted by the ISIS-aligned Philippine terror group, Abu Sayyaf. Um, Benice Thomas is with us now to speak about her brother's captivity and his death at the hands of terrorists who had been demanding a ransom and we'll talk about what the federal government's involvement was as well. And Lee Humphrey is an international security consultant. He was just in the Philippines and knows much of the background story of the abductions and murders of Canadians Robert Hall and John Ridsdell and how the mission fell apart. Lee's been a guest on this program many times. Benice, thank you for taking the time to talk to us and, and our condolences on the loss of your brother.
2: Thanks so much, Roy, and um, I really appreciate your interest and your listeners' interest in the, in my brother's story.
0: We're all very interested, keenly interested in this country when something happens, something terrible happens to one of our fellow Canadians, and particularly when the federal government has an opportunity to, to intervene successfully. And Lee, that, that opportunity existed for the federal government, did it not?
1: It absolutely existed, really. Uh, the, the federal government had a great opportunity working in conjunction with other Western allies, uh, specifically the United States. And the Philippines military, uh, um, who worked tirelessly together to to uh, ensure that there was an opportunity to rescue these two men before they were executed.
0: Benice, your brother and Mr. Ridsdale, they weren't specifically targeted. They were just they were they were victims of opportunity for this terror group. Correct. As
2: as far as I understand it, and you know through research and what I've I've been able to uncover, it seems that you know Abu Sayyaf and uh, others of their ilk naturally would target um, sort of expat destinations, and um, this was one of those incidences where um, you know. They they preyed on a marina where there were several expats, and so not targeted particularly at John or, or Robert, just luck of the draw.
0: Luck of the, the 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 unlucky reality that they were they were there and they had a light on when the Sabu Sayyaf group showed up at uh, at the marina. When did you first find out about your brother's kidnapping, and was that group ever in touch with you directly or with your family? Um.
2: The night that Robert was kidnapped, um, just as I was going to bed, I heard a brief sort of 30-second uh, blurb on a radio station I was listening to um, that said that there was a possibility two Canadians had been kidnapped in the Philippines. And I, of course, was cons- concerned that it might be Robert. And then, you know, about 4.35 in the morning, got a phone call from another family member saying that he had been kidnapped. And, um, yeah. So,
0: and it was uh, your brother. It was your brother and his partner who were kidnapped first. Is that is that correct?
2: Yes. Um, so, from my understanding, Abu Sayyaf boarded another boat before they boarded my brother's boat, and the people on that boat uh, were able to fight their way free and jumped overboard and swam away. And so. Abu Sayyaf moved to the next boat, which happened to be my brother's, and um, and again, just by circumstance, he happened to be up at that moment and turned a light on, which alerted them to the fact that there was somebody in that boat.
0: Yeah, did that group contact you at any time?
2: Um, we did have um, we did speak with uh, Abu Sayyaf directly um, throughout this. You know, trying to negotiate with them, um, but you know we know the outcome. It didn't work.
0: Yeah, um, Canada has a no no ransom policy, Lee. But what opportunities were available? What was what was put in place over a period of time, as far as assets in the Philippines were concerned, that would have been ready to go and rescue both uh, Mister Hall and Mister Ridsdale.
1: Well, almost immediately, within a, within a couple of weeks of the kidnapping, uh, the Canadian government deployed a, a small team of advisors uh, to meet with the, uh, their counterparts in the Philippines and develop uh, various strategies for negotiation and for rescue uh, and to determine exactly who, who was holding them, where they were being held, etc. That escalated as time went on. Uh, within the Philippines to include U.S. assets that provided communications intercepts, satellite uh, surveillance, drones, etc. The Canadian uh, military uh, helped the Philippine military design and develop a a formal uh, hostage rescue plan. Uh, The Philippine military, uh, in approximately December 2015, uh, began putting uh, selected members from a Marine unit uh, together and, and began that training process uh, with the anticipation that once the camp was finally determined and they had sufficient uh, evidence uh, that the uh, the Canadians, uh, as well as the, the Filipino and the Norwegian, uh, were in one spot and that they could effect a rescue, that they would then do so. Um, they had that opportunity in, in March. Uh, Mid to late March of of 2016, and the
0: Canadian government uh, failed. Well, let me ask you about. Let me ask you about that. Let me ask you about that because there would be considerable value, would there not, in the battle against international terrorism if a number of governments combined. In this case, it would have been Canada, the Philippines, and the United States would have combined to effect a rescue of the two Canadians who were kidnapped and being threatened with death there would have been some value to pulling off a military intervention and saving the lives of these two Canadians. And yet, our federal government, if I understand this correctly, it was our federal government that dropped the ball, and more specifically and more directly, the Prime Minister of Canada. Is that right?
1: Well, Bonice can speak to this uh, more effectively than I, but uh, you know, the, the Canadian government did something truly horrific here. Not only did the Prime Minister uh, say no, Uh, to this rescue, but they turned around and did something I've never seen before. They went to the families and said, will you authorize or will you agree to a military rescue? Which put the onus on on those most affected and those most emotionally uh, involved uh, instead of uh, telling the families after the fact that a military attempt had been made. And uh, and I find that just horrific. Uh, it is. Bernice uh, uh, could speak to that uh, better than I Well,
0: all. it's certainly not leadership. It's not the kind of leadership that uh, that won wars in in, uh, in 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 times gone by not so long ago. Let me take a quick break, and we'll come back and talk some more with Bernice Thompson and with uh, Lee Humphrey about what happened in the Philippines and how the federal government of this country had opportunity, really legitimate opportunity, to save the lives of Mr. Ridsdell and Mr. Hall and did not take advantage of the opportunities, even though they were clearly, as I said, they were clearly there for them.
1: For more Roy Green,
2: visit RoyGreen.com for podcasts, vlogs, highlights, and even a nice picture of Roy.
1: Back to the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network.
0: listen back to any of the segments that we air, just go to your favorite chorus radio station and uh, just have a look at their audio vaults and listen back or download as you choose the segments that we air. Bernice Thomas is um, my guest. She is the sister of Canadian Robert Hall who was abducted and uh, he was killed by the Philippine ISIS-affiliated terror group Abu Sayyaf. He, along with... Uh, Canadian John Ridsdell. Both of them were abducted, and uh, also abducted was um, Mr. Hall's partner in life, Marita's floor. She's been extremely, extremely important from uh, from what I understand. Venice, you have a very close relationship with Miss Floor. Yes, I do. What about um, what about the situation with our federal government? So they have these the as the assets in place. The plan is in place to. Rescue your brother, and Mister Ridsdale. How do you, how were you led to understand, things developed in Ottawa after that took place, which eventually ended up with Canada doing nothing.
2: Um, well, uh, in in regard to military action, at at one point we were offered, you know, seven options of. Of how this this could possibly go down. Six of those options involved ridiculously giving money and 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 trying to negotiate with. We'll give you a bit and we'll take one person, <clears throat> sort of thing. Um, but one of those options was military action. Um, and and something to be really clear about here. I mean, for me, it it it, it was a no-brainer. Of course, military action. Um, but it it was extraordinary how we were kept in the dark, how little information we got about anything, and then asked to make life and death decisions about things. And, you know, in the aspect of, of something like this happening, I mean, there's really only four possible resolutions. One is rescue, one is ransom, one is escape, and one is death. And in this instance, um, the person directing the process, by his own admission, was Justin Trudeau, and he chose door number four. He chose literally to put his hands in his pocket and turn his back, and um, so we 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 ended up with the outcome that happened.
0: Isn't it? It's just bizarre that the federal government of this country would come to the families of uh, your family and Mr. Ridsdale's family, and ask you to make decisions on what they should do. You, could, you, you know what, what what you want done. You want your loved one back, safe and sound.
2: Exactly. And, um, you know, this is simply one of hundreds of examples of the lack of knowledge, experience, uh, capability, preparation That our government possesses in incidents like this.
0: What about Mr. Trudeau? If I bring up the Prime Minister's name and ask you for your sense of his engagement in the threats to your brother and to Mr. Ridsdale, and in fact to uh, Marita's floor, because she was also kidnapped, uh, when I bring up Justin Trudeau's name, how do you respond? How do you react?
2: Hmm. Um, Clearly, he, again, by his own admission, was responsible for directing the process in this. He was the person with the greatest amount of influence on the outcome. Um, And to me, it appeared throughout all of this that he was more concerned about his image than the lives of two Canadians. And over and over and over again, that's what I witnessed. For instance, when he had an opportunity to visit the Philippines early on in the hostage-taking, he arrived there with no sort of... comportment of seriousness or somberness he arrived like a rock star took selfies with everyone and his departing words when my brother and John Ridsdale and Tess and Yarden were shackled just a few hundred miles from him was I hope it all works out that's incredibly disturbing and again shows the complete lack of of concern or care or urgency and 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 just an alarming lack of understanding of the situation.
0: I hope it all works out.
2: I hope it all works out. Can you imagine?
0: No. No. <laughs> no, I can't. This is the leader of this country. This is the Prime Minister of Canada. And I hope it all works out. It's not the position that the Prime Minister of Canada should be taking. What the Prime Minister of Canada should have done is gotten out of the way, of the specialized military units, let them do what they needed to do, and and get the two Canadians and, and the other hostages out and free. If he wanted to take bows uh, later on and snap a few selfies with a few people, that would have been acceptable, I suppose. But the objective was to get the Canadians out, not to hear the leader of the country say, I hope it all works out.
2: Indeed. And, you know, it brings to mind, was there ever a goal of rest?
0: Thank you I'm sorry
2: it, it it just makes me think was there ever a goal like what was the goal
0: of our prime what was there was was there a goal this is starting to was sound yeah you know, lee this is starting to sound a little bit related to what alison azera faced and that is a prime minister who put his arms around her and said i'm leaving your children's file on my desk and i promise you as a father And the prime minister of Canada that I'm going to get your children back. And when the opportunity presented itself and Iran was ready to take action, what did he do? He shut down communication between the RCMP and the Iranians or or Interpol. So there's another example of Mr. Trudeau's intervention. But let me just ask you this, Lee. You, You just returned from the Philippines. Are there frustrated military and political officials there? Frustrated with Canada's unwillingness to move forward with the rescue of the hostages?
1: Well, I certainly uh, uh, saw a different attitude uh, amongst the commanders I met. I met with the commanders of both Eastern and Western Mindanao Command, and I met with every single task force and regional police chief throughout Mindanao over a 10-day period. And frustrated, I guess, is the polite word we're going to use on the radio today, so you get to stay on the radio. Um, They were far more than frustrated. What I didn't know... Um, when last we spoke about this and I apologize to Bonnie for not having been able to speak to her in advance of this was There was a an entire broader plan that I was unaware of last summer I knew very, very a great deal about the rescue mission What I didn't know about was the broader shaping of the battlefield that was going on the efforts to isolate this camp from other abu Saif units the broader military strategy that was involved of deception. The, over a period of, of two months, in February and, and, and uh, March of 2016, in anticipation of a raid, once they had determined that, the location of the camp, uh, the Filipino military carried out six major offensives in the area. They, they suffered 32 killed in action, 56 wounded in action, in order to shape the battlefield to the point where this camp was, had as few guards as possible and it was as isolated from Abu Sa'if uh, reinforcements as possible. They did the same thing after Mr. Ridsdale was killed, when they suffered another 18 killed and 22 wounded. So, you know, these guys suffered 50 dead and 80 wounded, preparing for what they believed was going to be a successful rescue mission. And they are incredibly angry uh, at the Canadian government and, and the lack of, of uh, response from the government. I mean, the government went silent uh, after APEC um, and, and simply stopped responding to the, to the, to the request of the Filipino government. At one point, our foreign minister uh, at the time, Stéphane Dion, refused to take the call of the foreign minister of the Philippines for three days. Seriously, refused to answer the phone because he was afraid of what he was going to be asked or, or, or required to, to say no to. So, I mean, frustrated is is the polite word, I guess, Roy. Um, it, it's incredible. This
0: goes this goes beyond incompetence. This is uh, very very disturbing, and there there has been no. It's moving, uh,
1: at- it's moving towards purposeful, Roy. It really is. I mean.
0: And I have i have twenty Trudeau, I keep saying this today, but I have twenty, 20 seconds left. Yeah. Um I have nothing to support
1: that. Any investigation has occurred.
0: Nothing. We'll uh yeah, no investigation. We'll we'll need to, we'll talk again for sure. And um Bonice, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us and again condolences to you and the Ridsdale family on the on your losses. Um we'll we'll talk again. Thank you, Bonice. Thank you. And, Lee, always good to talk to you. You provide us with a tremendous amount of information that we otherwise would not have. Thank you. Uh,
1: thank you, Roy, any
0: We'll take a break and come back. say the prime minister of this country, what did he say? I hope this all works out. Well, prime minister, what's your verdict? We'll come back in a minute, tell you about the next hour.